Welcome to the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report. I am the big guy Ryback, joined with Raj Geary of WrestlingInc.com. Couple week hiatus, a little break for the new year. Happy uh, 2021, Raj. Yeah, happy 2021 to you too. It's so far starting off like 2020, but hopefully uh, things get better. We had five days of, of I think, of, of pro- we had a promising five days until day six, and then it, it, <laughs> it just went like, nuts. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I definitely, I think I'm going to predict the aliens at some point this year. It's, aliens yeah, I mean, and Godzilla, I think, are, are going to be the two that, that, that appeared this year. Well, I mean, what else is left? I, th- I think that's, I think you might be on to something. I mean, yeah. Um, I, uh, gosh, yeah, a lot has happened since we last recorded, um, Brody Lee tragically passed away. Um, yeah. And gosh, that feels like months ago. Um, but, you know, obviously our condolences and, and to the fans and friends of Brody Lee. Lots of Brody Lee stories outpouring from other, from just everyone in the industry. And so uh, a really sad story. No, absolutely. And I knew him. You know, I didn't, I actually, this just popped in my head the other day because I put out all my stuff and it, it's, he was so loved and it makes me feel good to see all the out, the outpouring of love um, and support from the family and, you know, little Brody and, and everything. AEW just went above and beyond, I think, uh, just to, to – and they're going to continue to do so I, I just by how they're – to just make this as, as uh, comforting as possible and, and keeping, you know, the family busy. It's it, – it was many – Cried many times watching multiple things, and I, you know, I've I had a, a history with him, and, and from wrestling and and just behind the scenes. And I'm not overly close with like a lot of guys or anything of that nature, but I always got along really well with him. He, I actually felt bad. This popped in my head the other just the other day. I was thinking because I every time I see something, I start you start thinking back. You'll like it's, you know, I guess when uh you like just remember things that you'd forgotten about or just like little like situations. And every time I see something with him, I always, something new seems to pop in my head and it all good, like all good stuff. And, uh, but I remember the, uh, I feel so bad about this now because who would have ever predicted, but Dolph, you know, me and Dolph always, whenever Dolph's in Vegas, we typically get together or whenever we can. And, And if we don't, it's usually my fault because I'm so far away. Uh, they all they had a SmackDown here. Maybe I don't know if it was like a year and a half ago, or it, it was it was when I was still running everything with Feed Me More Nutrition on my own, and I was and it was when I was growing rapidly. So I was slammed, like doing all the work morning to night, and I felt bad because Dolphin, Harper, Bobby Roode, Robert Roode, and I think there was one other person. They they had SmackDown off, so they went to the Hooters down on the Hooters Casino when it was still the Hooters Casino to get wings or whatever the new name of it is, but the Hooters Casino uh, wing, the restaurant was still in there. And I actually just got done training. I go, screw it. I'm going to come down and come see you guys. I hadn't seen them. I hadn't seen Harper in forever. And uh, so I, and I'm way up North and I, I go to get on the freeway and this traffic is backed up all the way back to me. And I'm already 30 minutes away. And it was saying like it was an hour and 20 something minutes to get down there. And I had like orders. I, I can't 40, 50 something orders. I had to, I had to package myself still for the day. So I'm in the freeway. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this guys. And I get about halfway there 
and the traffic was just at a standstill for about half an hour, and I don't know what was going on. And I just text off. I go and I and Harper. I go. I'm, I'm getting off the exit. I got to go home. I got to. I got to get work done. I can't. I know you guys don't understand. Like I, my life isn't like a simple wrestler life anymore, where I could go get drunk at a. At a you know what I mean? Like it wasn't. Right. And I just. But I remember like Harper was. He won't. Like he was a little like upset over, but he didn't understand. And but I feel bad now looking back because that was would have been the last time I saw him. Oh, wow. And that was just something that a sad kind of thing for, you know, that popped in my head, but there's all oh, so many good memories. We got along and I, I talked to him prior and it's just, you know, I was, I mean, when you're out of the business, so you kind of lose contact with people too. And I didn't talk to him nearly as much as I did when I was there. So, but I mean, everybody, it's all so many great stories and it's, Shocking. I sat there when I read it, when it literally, I saw it right when it came out from AEW and I thought it was a joke at first. I go, is this some sort of storyline or something? Like, right. I, and I just sat there looking at it and I, and I Googled and nothing was coming up on Google. And I, and I'm like, no man. It just like, it was like when the co I saw the Kobe stuff, right. When the Kobe stuff came out before it was like confirmed anywhere else. And then you're just like, there's that moment of you just like frantically searching, like, hoping to find something to say that it's not true. And I just, then it just hit me and I just, man, yeah, it's, I mean, what do you, it's, it's something that I hope, I don't think he's ever going to be forgotten. He was such a great human being and great family, man. I always talk, you know, Curtis Axel, how great of a family man Curtis Axel is. And like, he's, he's right there. That's what I like. Like that's what Brody, you know, you don't have Heath. Heath is a great, great family man. And, uh, man, just nothing but love. And that hurts. Because uh, I was looking forward, I and I messaged his wife, and I said, "Man, I was that was one of the things I was looking forward to was, was seeing him again, and, and just busting each other's balls and joking around and laughing out by the ring, and those are the things you miss." And he's going to be mad, as you can see. He touched up, like you know what I mean. There's a lot of people right. don't know wrestling. It doesn't matter how you're booked or what, man. There's so much. Everybody's special, man, and he was he was special. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, since then, this this past week, it's, it's kind of hard to transition from that. No, to, I know. You know, like Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, this past Monday night on Raw, they had a Legends night. Um, it was basically a bunch of legends <laughs> humiliated throughout the show uh, by Randy Orton. Yeah. Uh, finally, in the last segment, you did have um, you did have Goldberg come out, and yeah. Goldberg got in Drew McIntyre's face. Uh, the timing was off because they were running long. So Drew McIntyre was supposed to cut a promo. We never got a chance to. So Goldberg oh, wow. got on the mic and he was like, you're talking smack about these legends. And you know, so it was really confusing because uh, oh. you know, he, 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 he was doing the lines that were given to him and didn't exactly know how to improvise at that point why he's there <laughs> because Drew never got to do that promo. So it led to an awkward moment, but... Nevertheless, it's Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship at the Royal Rumble. It was decided on just days earlier, so they just didn't have anything for Drew. It had been looking like, uh, you know, Goldberg and Roman Reigns have been kind of calling each other out, so it was almost looking like that might be the WrestleMania match, but they decided to pull the trigger on Goldberg versus Drew. You know, I saw that, and I, I was baffled. I couldn't understand what was going on. Because Drew, I, I go, did I miss something where Drew was his kind of like was, you know what I mean? I, I had no, because right. I don't catch all of the show. I go, did, so did I miss something? But it wasn't, I, I watched yeah. a good part of that show. So I was, 
I was lost during that. So that makes perfect sense hearing that on, you you know, I feel bad for Bill in a way because WWE, man, and I'm telling you, and this is this, I I like Bill Goldberg and I met him and and we like, I like Bill Goldberg and WWE never liked him. They, this is coming from top people to me when I was there. Like, so unless they're just BSing lying to me, like, I feel like sometimes, you know what I mean? Since he's come back, would you say Bill Goldberg, and this is I, having a family and coming back, I think the first Brock match was really caught everyone. I thought it was fire, the whole thing. It was had the intensity, and anytime you're in there with Brock. But since he's been back, specifically like these last two years, man, I don't think it's done him any favors. Now, money-wise, great, but I don't feel like that company – goes out of their way to protect him in, in all the way. Like, that's a situation, <laughs> like, you keep the promo short and to the point, you think you're the next big, whatever, I'm going to kick your ass. You got to go through me if you want to be the man around. I don't care what it is. The most bland, basic, boring promo, but have it at least where it doesn't make the guy look foolish for saying lines. Right. That Because now you're left scratching your head. Like, that. I don't understand why how that was allowed to happen or why it happened, but it did, and because it didn't make, I, I just was confused during all of it. But <clears throat> I don't WWE man with it. What like what are you doing? You're a fifty-something-year-old guy. You know what I mean? And I, don't, I, I, at what point? Like there, how many? We, you got to build people up too. They've skipped yeah. over so many people, man. I, I just don't. I don't know. I, 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 I want to see what they do with it. But Bill's not wrestling long matches. He mm-hmm. didn't do it in his prime. Do you think he's going to start doing it in approaching 60? Right. So how many times can we see? And I get it. Like, he has his fans, and I think – but I, I just – I think that's a, more of a reflection of an overall state of the problem in WWE as a whole. And, and again, I love all the talent there and the wrestlers, and everyone makes the most of things like that. But, man – what a what a what a fumble that is booking with all I just think the whole thing so yeah I mean I would presume that Drew's gonna win and at least it's a good win for Drew um True. he's kind of beaten everybody but yeah I mean it, it just kind of kind of goes to show that they're not creating their own stars to to generate a, an interest you know it seems like the only opponent for Drew would be Roman or the fiend right right now because they've kind of Made everyone just another guy. No, the, like we've talked about it. They they have a huge problem on their hands. And I think what they're doing is panicking with Drew, trying to get Drew wins over some of the big names. We talk, you know, you always hear Bruce Pritchard and Connor. They talk about the Hogan dust. Mm-hmm. I talked about that with me and guys when I was in the ring with Cena and Punk and Jericho and top level guys. You get the rub from that, especially when you beat them, and like it carries over kind of like that. And they, they, they're they they're losing. There's only so many. There's not a lot of guys left with yeah. that. All the old guys are done, right? And like mm-hmm. Cena took off, took his ball, and went to Hollywood, and so that never really got given back fully. And it probably never is, and that's fine. But you didn't you didn't build enough other guys, right? So now you're left with like that. There's not a lot of dust going around anymore. And I think that that could be just it, it's a panic move to get Drew uh, a win over a, a guy uh, that's in the Hall of Fame. And but you know how Bill, you know, and we've heard stories with Bill creative wise. How many losses is Bill going to take? Right. 
So I don't, I, you know, it's, yeah. it's interesting to say the least. Yeah. Uh, Cardi B, there was a reference that Tori Wilson made to Cardi B uh, during a promo on Raw. And then all these people started tweeting her. And she's like, uh, she admitted that she used to watch wrestling, said what a lot of people say. She doesn't watch it anymore, but that she used to. And then just started, you know, responding to a lot of different wrestlers um, who were, you know, trying to, who were, you know, tweeting at her. And um, yeah, that actually trended and got a lot of, got a lot of attention on Twitter. Trying to get a piece of that thirty-something million followers or whatever she has. Let's yeah. pick up a few new followers with that. No, like it's 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 good. You should. Everyone should be tweeting at her. Yeah, uh, we mentioned the Royal Rumble with Drew and Goldberg. Uh, right now, the actually it seems like that the plan is for WWE not to have fans at the Royal Rumble. I think that's pretty obvious. That as long as they're in this new Thunderdome setup, there's probably not going to be any fans. And yeah. this new Thunderdome setup basically goes until WrestleMania. Yeah, I think that they're playing it safe. They have to with everything, and it's still. I mean, it, here we are, and, and we're approaching. You know, getting close to the the halfway mark in January, and we still really everything with the vaccine, and and, and there's. I don't think any. There's still a lot of uncertainty with so many things, and uh, so I think that's the safe bet for them. You know, financially and everything, they have found a way. Vince has found a way to keep making money as all the rich people have during all of this and have gotten richer, mm -hmm. why, why take a chance and gamble at this point with anything that, that it's just play it safe. And I think it's, they'll probably be one of the first ones that eventually wrestling wise with full crowds. I feel like they're always kind of on the forefront of everything and having the shows every week anyways, and no off season. It's will probably be one of the first sporting and entertainment places to have a full audience it's just when that time is who knows yeah yeah uh on raw matt riddle like i guess just riddle now and uh jeff hardy uh they're in a tag team and wwe trademarked uh the hardy bros and so that's the working tag team name uh matt hardy uh through a youtube uh through a video on his youtube channel he said uh, that Vince McMahon is so obsessed with the greatness and the popularity of the Hardy Boys, he created the Hardy Bros. And he's put together another guy named Matt with my brother to try and recreate the magic that we once had. I love Matt Hardy and his social media, and I'm really a big fan of the current Matt Hardy of everything he's putting out with right. all of it. Um, yeah, there's, I think that's great. There's not, but you know, WWE, that, that's clearly Matt Riddle's an entirely different character and wrestler and and it is, you know, I think it gets it gets people on the online wrestling community buzzing a little bit about it, and so I, I have no problem with it. You know, if, if if Jeff, you know, I'm sure if they, any of them had a problem with it, they Jeff would have said something, or maybe he wanted, I don't know, but I mean, it make, it makes sense though from a character standpoint to call them that though. So it, it's hard to argue. It's a creative name. So, but I, Matt, Matt always has his, his finger on the pulse of Matt knows that he's, he's really good at, at, at putting out stuff that, that gets buzz and on relevant subjects. So he's i yeah. uh, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Matt, Matt. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, we'll get to the ratings here in a bit, but obviously this past Wednesday was a chaotic one uh in the news and nxt presented one of their biggest shows uh in a long time aew also had a loaded show but both shows clearly hurt big time by the news i mean cnn that night they did their biggest ratings ever even more than the election um but on wednesday night can you it 
on Dynamite at the end, it featured Kenny Omega uh, reuniting the Bullet Club. Yeah. Uh, Car- Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson appeared, uh, helped Kenny Omega attack Ray Phoenix and some other baby faces at the end of the show. And the Young Bucks came out. And then the show ended with all of them doing the 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 two sweet click sign. So, yeah, um, kind of a surprise ending. Uh, we haven't really seen much crossover with Impact and AEW outside of Omega's appearances on Impact. But, uh, yeah, we had Gallus and Anderson on here. Yeah, no, I think, again, it's doing something in wrestling that get people talking. And you got a lot of talent on the AEW roster, too. Uh, and I noticed, I feel like there are quite a bit of groups on AEW right now, which I actually am all for because it's a way to get more talent on TV. And um, there's positives and negatives to it, but not everyone is, it can just be a singles guy on their own. And you need groups and clicks. And I think that is, is something I'm seeing with AEW a little more than we've seen maybe in WWE uh, overall. In uh, this whole crossover promotion, again, it's early on, but I think at least they're trying stuff. And that's all you can do because that's the key. You just got to throw stuff against the wall sometimes. And this has worked in the past and, and on not, not never on major TV like this sort of I'm for it. I think and to see what, what storylines can be developed out of it. Uh, and I've said this before, AEW, there's a lot of things that it, it takes time to kind of set up and, and not everyone's always going to agree with everything. And I, I watched some stuff on there with, with certain characters and I go, Oh man, I wish they would do this with this person or this with that person, but it's not, I've learned and, and it's like, again, when I, and then when I'm back, I don't worry about what other people are doing. I worry about what I'm doing. Cause it's all you can do. You'll drive yourself crazy trying. And it's, it's up to the talent to know and to, to speak up and to try to get their character as close to how they want it as possible. If they have that, that freedom. But I think with this, yeah. we're going to see the setup of hopefully I, I would definitely – I want to see more stories in AEW still, of long-term and things. I think that – I'm not a fan of uh, – cold matches happen. We're going to have – it's TV. You're going to have cold right. matches. But I, not everything can have a major storyline. But I definitely want to see more character development with some of the talent there. And, um, you know, they're giving people opportunities, though. And it's it, it takes time. Uh, but the ratings, everything down, it, it's just – it was everything going on. We just got to hopefully keep building and building and, and, and that's all they can do. Yeah. Um, also on, uh, on the, that episode of dynamite Snoop Dogg made an appearance. He was in Cody Rhodes's corner uh, at the end of the match uh, for, you know, no reason. Serpentico and Luther came in and started attacking Cody, which led to Snoop getting involved and, uh, it ended with Snoop going to the top rope and hitting a frog splash on Serpentico. It was probably the worst frog splash I've ever seen. Wait, well, for, how old is Snoop Dogg, by the way? He's not young, right? No, nah, I think he's, gosh, he's got to be like in his 50s. 50s I mean, right? I, I was listening to Snoop in high school. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he looks great still. Like, age, he's but, aged well. Whoa, whoa, he's only 49. Oh, wow, that's it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess he was really young when, uh, gosh, when the Chronic came out in '93, and I, yeah. yeah, I guess I was, yeah, my senior year. Still though, but he's fifty. I'm close to fifty. The, right. I don't expect Snoop Dogg, and I'm sure there was very little training involved prior to this, <laughs> yeah. uh, unless they got a crash pad. But this is what 
I think it's a cool thing, a testament to wrestlers. People don't understand yeah. the easiest of looking things. Like I used to do that frog splash all the time, and I had to cut back because I was doing it on live events a lot and, and being near 300 pounds. And like when you do that move to safely do it and not kill the guy, right? You, there's a way to do it, and you got to land on your knees, but you're flat still. Oh, so or like when you land on your knees, you flatten out after. So you, but it, it puts a huge burden on your body. If you notice how Snoop did that, he jumped down and landed on his feet and then kind of kind of like folded on the guy with it. <laughs> but in all seriousness, he should have done it like that because if he would have came down on his knees and done it or, or, or just flat out on the guy, there's a good chance he, he probably would have hurt himself not being a wrestler, not being trained and not like and being at his age. Like that's that's just a testament to wrestlers. The easiest of looking moves that you think sitting on your couch watching at home, I, it, it, the impact it has on your body. Every little thing, it's what makes wrestlers so special. But, man, I, I thought it was a good thing. And we saw Snoop in WWE, and I never saw him go to the top rope. So I was – we uh, not to say that I want to ever see him go to the top rope again, but <laughs> right. I, I I appreciated it at the end of the day. If he would have done that at WWE, I would have appreciated it. Like, it's it's – I think it's a way it gets people – you. how many places do you think that was shown all over the weekend or all over the week here and on – Social media and different news, and probably rap, rapping outlets, all the the whole hip hop outlets and, and all that stuff. They all covered that probably with Snoop doing that, which is again good coverage for AEW to let people know they exist. Yeah, anything you could get buzz and to get your name out there. Yes, as long as it's positive for yeah, sure. Exactly. Um, Nick Jackson had tweaked his uh, leg during the opener of that episode of Dynamite. It looks scary at first, but it turns out it was only a leg contusion uh, from landing hard on Evans during that match. And uh, he's not expected to miss any ring time. So so some good news. I think some people were concerned watching that. Yeah, man. Anytime they, those guys wrestle, they, they do such – they take risk, man. And, and you know, the good thing is, is, you know, being a one-day-a-week – as far as that schedule, even wrestling one day a week is extremely hard on your body. And the right. things you do, it, that's why you don't see fighters fighting every week. And that's where I think wrestling, and I'm glad to see this change implemented away from the Vince schedule that never should have ever been a thing. But like doing, you can't, doing that five days a week, you, that's why a lot of guys you see get burned out and have to tone it down in WWE. It's just because your body can't, you can't recover with that. But those guys, they, they take, when you call the high risk moves are high risk for a reason, and you really want to be able to pick and choose and on things for longevity too. But that's part of it. That's the style you choose to do, which they've made a career on it, and they've got this far. Like it, it's really hard to change, and and then they're exciting to watch. So it's just it's every week when you're watching them, you never know. So, you know, and that can happen. That you can say that for anyone in, in the world of wrestling, but it's definitely their style is a higher risk style for sure. Yeah. Uh, over on NXT, they had Rhea Ripley losing to Raquel Gonzalez and also uh, Damian Priest losing to Karrion Cross. Now, both Ripley and Damian Priest are expected to join the main roster shortly, uh, imminently. Um, Damian Priest was actually written in at one point to join the main roster on last week's SmackDown, come in as Kevin Owens' best friend out of nowhere and uh, wrestle in the tag team main event. It was going to be Priest and Owens against Reigns and Jey Uso. Kevin Owens apparently felt like the angle didn't really make any sense. Uh, it had nothing to do against Damian Priest, just the storyline. And Roman Reigns agreed with them, so it got nixed. 
But uh, yeah, those two are ahead of the main roster. And Damian Priest, he's got the the size and the look that you would think that Vince McMahon would want to push. Yeah, and I think that's, uh, that's good for his case to probably have that next and uh, coming in as, some, as the best friend. So the guy, and he has a good look. He looks like a badass. Like it, it's, it's kind of odd bringing some debuting somebody as somebody's best friend. That right. has no history, and I don't know if they have a history, but at least TV-wise, for the, their audience, the majority, you'd be like, what's going on? So now the good positive would be he would be put in a, in a main event scenario right away, but usually when you're coming into that kind of role in that, you're not gonna. It, it's you're going down from there rather than being built. Because where do you go? It's really right. hard, and it, it, it's probably not being done to put him over Roman or anything of that nature. So I think that that was a blessing for him that that happened, and uh, he will be welcomed into the world of WWE booking, where every week your life is a living hell, stressing out how bad they're going to ruin your career. This like it's. Yeah. That's all they got. And it's starting already. He hasn't even debuted and it's starting. That's, that's, <laughs> but that welcome to the WWE. That is yeah. what it is under the Vince, under Vince. I mean, Damian Priest and Karrion Cross always seemed to me like they would be two guys that would receive a good push in WWE because of their size. But as we've seen time and time again, these NXT call ups have not uh, really worked out over the past couple of years outside of Drew McIntyre. And Drew McIntyre isn't really an NXT call up, he was originally in WWE and, and came back. You know, and I'm going to say something, and I'm not going to say who, it probably wouldn't be impossible to figure out, but, uh, and I talk to different people still, you know, obviously there, and there's somebody that's in NXT that I recently talked to, and that is so happy, and they're strictly just at NXT, and and they said, they go, he goes, when you're ready, I'm going to get you a meeting with Hunter, so you guys can resolve your problems, so we can bring you to NXT, and have nothing to do with with Vince or actual up there, and I was told it's like two different companies the way Hunter runs everything and the way Vince and I've had my issues with Hunter over other things. And I just laughed. I go, yeah, that's not happening, but it's he, the, he goes, no, you don't understand the people that used to be on the main roster that have like went to NXT. And that is a different main roster, but how they're doing it now, it's not quite the same. It's not the developmental that we always knew it, even though it's the direct link to developmental, but he he was just saying how it's such a, a, a different, more positive, better environment with everybody down there than the main roster. And everybody, he says, says it. The guys that like, you know, in the Fandangos that were on the main roster that are down there. And they're so much like happier, essentially, because of the it's not you're not dealing with the that the the the, the raw and smackdown bullshit. And that comes from Vince. And mm-hmm. I've always said that that whole atmosphere and supposedly from what I'm being told is it's two different atmospheres. And I think that's why a lot of you, you we're seeing a lot of NXT talent that are probably hesitant to want to go leave that to go to what I just talked about. Cause that's what it is. And to, and you're dealing with guys that have been up there like, you know, but luckily for, for priest, having a guy like Owens and Roman, like they're, they have enough, uh, they've been there long enough and have enough probably pull to give their, 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 two cents on the angle and it's not being done to hold a guy back or it's being done because it makes no sense. Right. And that's, and that's, that's a positive. So uh, I'm happy for him that he'll probably have a, hopefully a better opportunity to debut. Yeah. Uh, In the ratings, uh, SmackDown last week, they did 2.013 million viewers on Fox. It's down from what they've been doing, but it was also up against a big college football game. Uh, But the week before they did, one of their best viewership numbers ever with 3.3 million viewers because they had an NFL lead in. 
So whatever, um, they clearly did not retain any of that audience that kind of stuck around and watched some of SmackDown from the week prior. But still, their numbers, you know, it, 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 without the college football game, it probably w- would have been uh, average or above average of what they've been doing. Yeah, you know, having that lead in the week before was huge for them, and that, and you know, hopefully Fox, if they can continue to, to with football, you know, coming to yeah. an end here, it's not, it's tough. Right. It's, it's, it's you want to be able to retain any time a portion at least of when you're getting a new audience seeing you like that, and yeah. it's just, I think I've told you, we've said like I th- really think with wrestling, we're we're it's it's this level and lower that we're going to see until we get people back. And then it's then the question is going to be, well, how high does it go and how high does it stay once people are right. back? Yeah, that, that I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Raw, they did their big legends night. They didn't have competition from Monday Night Football, which is over for the season. And they did two point one three million viewers, which is up 20 percent from the week before. Yeah. Um, and it was up. Uh, it's still down 10% from what they did the same week last year, but it was their best number since March. Um, so these legends reunions usually draw. Uh, there was that one raw 25 a couple years ago, or a few years ago that did four and a half million viewers. So, yeah. um, so yeah, so they did a good, a good number. Uh, next week, they're going to be up against the college championship game, uh, which usually doesn't affect it as much as the NFL does for whatever reason. But um yeah, we'll see where they are in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and it, you know, I think people they tune in to see the people of the past, and uh, you know, ultimately though, you want people tuning in to see the people there as right. well. I, I think you're always going to get a boost with the, with the legends as you should, right? Um, but I, I think you would like to see that audience retained the the weeks after for your current talent, but it's not. It's more of a reflection of just the overall product. And the things that we've seen, but I always, I always, I always like to tune into those and see the guys. And I said, I put out a Tatanka, man, the guy's ageless. Tatanka is like the one guy, right. man too, but Tatanka, man, I was, when I was a kid, man, Tatanka was one of my favorites when he, when he first came on the scene, I've always liked him. And then I remember he came back to SmackDown before I debuted, before I was, when I was in developmental and he had that whole other run on SmackDown again. And I remember like thinking like, God, this guy looks the same. He hasn't aged. And then you see him again here in 2021. And I'm like, man, talk hasn't aged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 I was, I wish he had, a, I would have loved to see him have a match because he can still, he still works. Yeah. Uh, Impact, they only did 148,000 viewers and a 0.04 rating. That was with Kenny Omega appearing once again. Um, they had the best of episodes the last two weeks, but now they're kind of back to where they were pre Omega, even though they got Kenny Omega appearing on the show. So, um, that it seems like the AEW um boost was good for a couple of weeks, and and now they're kind of back to where they were, yeah. And I think it's just we're gonna have to see what you know, it's the same people watching, it's it's it like the, the the it's that hardcore audience, right? Or the people that's where you got it. it's. With wrestling, wrestling has to start appealing to the masses again. And I've said this before, the best way to do that is you have to have your talent on social media, promoting themselves and getting over on social media to gain regular people, to get regular people watching them on wrestling. It's it's a very easy thing, but you have to give the talent the freedom and allow them them the luxury of of, of being reached. And I actually got a message, and I'm not going to say from someone in WWE, a top star, 
who believes in the, cause I talked about my social media being suppressed by WWE and put out the paperwork. It's 100% a fact that's going on, on, on Instagram and Twitter that got a message that believes he goes, my Twitter hasn't grown in years at all. And he's very popular on other platforms, but on Twitter, it's it very little activity and it's WWE and has a control and works with these companies. They work hand in hand with these companies. WWE doesn't want their talent getting as over as they can on social media so they can control them because they know it gives them opportunities. And I promise you, there is illegal activity going on where WWE has a lot of their social media accounts. Even though they'll do good when they're there, they don't get the engagement they would if WWE wasn't involved. I promise you that is a thing going on. And a talent reached out and actually said they believe that's what's going on. And it's a real thing. It's a very real thing that's going on. It's a real thing. That's why I have no association with them, which is why I'm furious that they, because they've done it to try to limit my business and my growth on multiple things. And it's, I can go on other platforms and get millions of views, but I can't get a hundred likes on Twitter having 1.4 million followers. But it's, that's the key is getting over on social media though, as talent and these wrestling companies, in my opinion, need to be telling them, you guys need to go out and hustle on social media. Please get yourselves over non-wrestling related. Get as over as possible, and we can start getting these people watching our products overall. It, it's something I would like to see more of. And there are talents doing it. Seamus, great. Seamus does. And you find what you're passionate about, and you find your thing. I know Oscar does food videos, too, on YouTube and does well. Like, that's the key, though, is getting as much in where you get as – you want to get millions of followers on there eventually, and you're going to get a portion of them that are going to come watch you do your wrestling thing. So, yeah. Yeah. My opinion. Uh, yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, finally, AEW Dynamite and NXT. As I mentioned earlier, this was the day of the, the U.S. Capitol uh, was invaded. So it was uh, the news just did huge numbers. But uh, AEW, they drew 662,000 viewers down 32 percent from last week. Uh, NXT was up. They were up 9.4 percent to 641,000 viewers. Um, but they did one of their, they did a low number last week. Again, last week was the Brody Lee, um, tribute show on AEW. So, you know, again, it's hard to take into account last week and this week's ratings just based on everything that was going on. So, um, but yeah, uh, I think both those shows, uh, clearly would have done a lot better on a normal week. I agree. And I think we're just going to have to see as things unfold for me. It's again, I, I want to see where AEW goes specifically for me when, when they have a full crowd back. And wrestling yeah. in general, WWE too. I want to see what wrestling does, how wrestling rebounds. This hurts everyone. Impact, I've watched Impact. They don't have anyone in there. It's really tough for me to watch when I saw right. some of this stuff because it it I can't watch empty arena wrestling. It's just I can't get into it. And I've right. done it. I've not done it. Like in practice, it's not fun. So it, it's as far as from a viewing standpoint. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to, we're going to have to see. And, and I would like to, hopefully these numbers go up when we get a full crowd back. And I, I hope that's sooner than later. And man, I, again, hats off to every single wrestler that have performed for the past year in this situation for the better part of a year. Um, it, it's a testament to, to how great wrestlers truly are. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, right back. I have to get going. Um, were you, uh, did you want to, are you going to stick around or? No, I got to get to, I got a real estate agent. I'm actually in the process. I found a brand new house in South Vegas, uh, ah. closer to everything in the wrestling place. I'll be going and 
uh, and it looks like my cash out big on my house. So it's nice. uh, I'm in the process of finalizing a few things with all that. So yeah, no, anything you want to plug to wrap up? Yeah, keep checking out WrestlingInc.com. We have tons of uh, exclusive interviews. We have Candice Michelle, who was advertised for the Raw reunion night, and she didn't show up. She wasn't on there. She talks about why. Uh, and and tons of other interviews. The Von Eric uh, kids, uh, the Von Eric sons uh, in MLW. Uh, so keep checking out WrestlingInc.com. Good deal. Raj, I'm going to go ahead and let you go before I wrap up here. I know you got to take a call, so thank you very much as always. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye, Raj. And guys, thank you very much for watching and listening to the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report. Your iTunes reviews are greatly, greatly appreciated. The Ryback Show should be picking back up as normal next week uh, with our guest, Sunny Kiss, joining me from AEW. And right now, guys, Feed Me More Nutrition available on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% all of January here with discount code January20. I'm giving you a free Feed Me More Nutrition beanie and face mask with that a $55 value. So check that out, guys. All yours free. We have new Feed Me More Nutrition shaker bottles, a limited supply of these new premium shaker bottles on feedmemore.com as well. Thank you very much for listening. You've just listened to the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report. Feed me more.